back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. Hello and welcome back to the Peak Endurance Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Ross. A bit about me and my training to start us off. I am well into my taper now and my volume has decreased significantly, not just in mileage, but in time spent training, just as I recommended in last week's podcast about a season. I too find tapers hard, but I know how important they are and what a difference they make to how I feel on race day. I love training. So it is hard or difficult for me to do less, but fresh legs, body and mind are imperative on race day. Now, in regards to reading, this week I've been reading Matt Fitzgerald's book, Run Like a Pro Even If You're Slow. I'm absolutely loving this book and it really confirms a lot of the beliefs that I have and a lot of the training principles I adhere to. And honestly, anything Matt Fitzgerald writes is Paying to be brilliant. I love his style and how easy to read his books are, yet they are full of wisdom and knowledge and actually, you know, research knowledge. I am loving it so much, I emailed him to see if he'd be up for an interview about it. And of course, he said yes, because he's great like that. So I will be interviewing him on the 18th of May when I will be in recovery from Down Under and also in ISO as I await surgery for a health issue from the start of COVID. It's taken that long. So I will have lots of free time and will no doubt love the chance for a good chat. Um, I'm still listening to Lisa Nichols' book on Audible, but I've recently started listening to Oprah Winfrey's podcast, Super Soul, and am enjoying the variety of guests she has on, something a little bit different. What are you reading or listening to at the moment? No, I got a review. Thank you so much, KP Bass, for your five-star review and a lovely comment. She says, love the new style. Thank you for the new style. Looking forward to hearing more of them. Love your positivity and energy. Keep it up. Look forward to hearing all about running in the snow overseas and Barclay. Yes, there will be. I'll be sending out some information about all of that coming out soon. So stay tuned. I love getting reviews and they do help more people see the podcast. So thank you so much. If you have been thinking about adding a review, go ahead and do it. It would be so kind of you and I'll read it out on the pod. Okay, so as I promised last week, today I am talking about cross-training. Now, when I speak about cross-training, people often associate it purely with um, how to exercise when injured. Now, although that is a factor and an important one, it is not the only reason to cross-train. There is so much more. With cross-training, you can rehabilitate injuries, um, but also improve your fitness, engage in active recovery, avoid injury, and that's the most important one, increase motivation, stay fit during pregnancy, improve your strength, and rejuvenate the mind as you do something different to running. And I'm sure you could think of some more, and if you do, please comment in the Instagram or Facebook post for this podcast, or you can email me, 
isabellapeakendurancecoaching.com.au. Now, of course, running is the most specific activity you can do to improve your running. There is no diet about that. That's not what I'm saying. It, you need to run. But sometimes it is good to mix things up and become a more well-rounded athlete. Now, what activities do you think of when I say cross-training? Does your mind instantly go purely to pool running or cycling? Although these are great and ones I've engaged in myself quite a lot, there are more. But first, we will take a break to thank our sponsors and hear a testimonial. Hi, I'm Tracy, and I've been working with Isabel at Peak Endurance Coaching for just over a year now, and I'm really enjoying my time with her. Isabel knows how to create individual programs that are specific to each of her athletes. Um, she really takes into account the whole picture, um, our lifestyles, our strengths, our weaknesses, and whatever our specific goals are. Um, and as a result, we get to achieve our goals, which is so great. So thank you, Isabel. Um, Isabel's own experience is also so valuable to us, and I love how available she is. If, if we ever have any questions or we're not sure about anything to do with our training or outside of our training, um, things like nutrition or um, race plans, what gear to pack, um, Isabel's always there to offer a hand um, and to help us through. So thank you, Isabel. Thanks for being there. Thanks for your support, and I'm looking forward to us achieving our goals this year so you like running but you're feeling pain or irritation you can't enjoy it like you once did or worse your performance has taken a big hit now you're reminiscing on the good times where the wind blew past your ears nature looked lovely as you passed it what are you waiting for go and visit the specialist at health and high performance with the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. Okay, first cab off the rank with cross-training has to be, of course, my pet favourite, strength training. Now you probably know how by now how much I advocate for all runners to do strength training. Strength training is so important for correcting muscular imbalances and maintaining muscular mass in older runners or athletes in general, which I'm sorry to say is anyone over 30 as that's when you start to lose muscle mass. Strength training also improves running form and economy. You will be better able to maintain good form when running if your core and general muscles are strong. Being strong helps runners avoid injuries as your muscles, tendons and ligaments can better withstand the long training and racing you put them through. Dr. Tim Noakes says in his book, The Law of Running, <clears throat> recent studies have shown that specific running injuries are associated either with imbalances in the relative strength of the different muscles acting at those sites or with weaknesses in a specific muscle. There is clear evidence to suggest that acute muscle injuries can be prevented by strengthening muscles and eliminating muscle imbalances between opposing muscles. Think, you know, 
quads, hamstrings, and that's on page 783. Stronger muscles will also work harder and longer for you, thus increasing your endurance. Strength training also makes the muscles more receptive to the brain signals, more likely to respond, and also more coordinated in their contractions, which in turn makes them more resilient to fatigue. I often also hear that people <clears throat> don't have time to strength train, don't know what to do, or afraid that they will bulk up. Now let me eliminate those myths right now because that's what they are, myths. The strength trainings I put in for, or strength training programs I put in for my clients are maximum about 30 minutes each. Twice a week of these, and then one dedicated core workout of about 20 minutes, and that's it. So if you're saying that you don't have time for an hour and 20 minutes in a whole week to improve your running, I think we all do. It's just figuring out how to make it work and just making the time, quite frankly. And also knowing ahead of time what exercises you're going to do and, and what their purpose is, um, is really helpful, which is why having a program for strength training from your coach helps. Now, in regards to bulking up, with all the running that we do, it, it's just not going to happen. It just can't. Yes, you will see more muscle definition, which is great, but you won't bulk up. And yes, you will get stronger, which is great, but you won't bulk up. It just doesn't happen with the amount of cardio we do. Next is flexibility training. Now, as a bit of a lazy person myself at times, I've never been huge on stretching because of an evening when I'm sitting on the couch, that's pretty much where I want to stay. But I have to say, I have changed my tune in recent months. <clears throat> when I first got into running, I used to stretch religiously every day for 20 to 30 minutes. But, you know, over time, I got out of practice. And as I've been getting older, I've been finding the starts of my runs hurt more. And after running, I'm stiffer. I thought this was just my lot in life part of getting older until um, <clears throat> my Maya, who does my needling, said it would only get worse if I didn't stretch. I was desperate, so I stretched. And, oh, my God, the next day when I ran, it was like I was in a new body. <clears throat> Honestly, it felt so much better. Now I roll and stretch every night, well, nearly every night, um, for 20 to 30 minutes. You know, on, like when I have Peak Endurance Run Club, I can't stretch them. And all the aches and pains ha have pretty much gone away and I'm nowhere near as stiff. And quite frankly, I'm too scared to stop. I know stretching is very controversial, but here is how to implement it into your program. A few minutes of dynamic stretching and warm-up drills before you run. And if you come along to one of my coaching sessions, the Peak Endurance Run Club, on a Tuesday night, you will see how this is done as I work through those. Static stretching should be done of an evening or after your run if, if you, like, I personally don't have time then. I'm normally struggling to get to work on time. No ballistic stretching like in the old days. You know, that's the balancing and that sort of thing. That's how you will tear a muscle. By the same token... With static stretching, don't overstretch a muscle. Stretching should feel slightly uncomfortable, but never, ever painful. Stretching is beneficial to ensure you have a good range of motion to ensure a good stride. You don't need any more than that, so you don't need to stretch everything too much. We're not gymnasts. No need to be able to do the splits, okay? And just um, of an evening in front of the telly is a good spot. Pool running is an excellent cross-training discipline, but something I would tend to employ only when a runner is injured. Swimming itself is good to deload the legs um, as cross-training, but does not really improve fitness for running, per se, or, or strength, because it's it, there's no weight-bearing in any running-specific way. 
Pool running is the most running specific form of cross training though with the motion employing pretty much the same action as land running without the, the pounding and mechanical stress of running, which you might not be able to do if you've got a stress fracture. I personally used pool running for six weeks when I had a fractured tibia and knee due to red S many years ago and I had a fantastic race season upon my return to running. However, the downside to pool running is that it is incredibly boring. Um, you need an indoor pool close by, your skin dries out and you end up smelling like chlorine all the time. But they are still really, really good. I highly recommend them and I have plenty of pool running sessions in my bag of tricks for any of my athletes that may want to deload and try cross training or for those who are injured or have come to me for a return to running program. Um, so I do actually recommend it and it is fantastic. Elliptical training has been used, you know, the elliptical thingies with the handles, has been used by runners for years as these tend to simulate running as well without the impact. In fact, I think that's basically what they were designed for. Because it is not exactly like running though, it recruits different muscles that running misses and so can strengthen your arms, core and legs in ways that running don't. So like I said, to become a well-rounded athlete. Basically, you can copy whatever your run is onto the trainer. For instance, an easy one-hour run is the same. An interval session can be replicated on the elliptical, like, you know, two minutes hard or whatever it is. However, speaking for myself, I have found the elliptical boring too. <laughs> I find a few things boring, don't I? And sometimes it's not recommended if you have certain injuries because you are still weight-bearing. Inline skating is similar to the elliptical in that it, it strengthens different muscles, but at least you can get outdoors. To be honest, that's what I love. <clears throat> Downside of this, of course, is the injury a likelihood of injury from falls if you're a bit uncoordinated like me and there is a learning curve involved before you can focus on developing maintaining fitness with this modality you know like you've got to get good enough to be able to push hard to my mind and i'm biased as an ex-mountain biker the best form of cross training is the bike um and, and like i said i'm biased because i come from a mountain biking background originally Bi basically mountain or gravel biking I think the risk of injury on road bikes is too hard just because of the traffic. But I think those ones are awesome because they get you out in nature, just like running. The fitness you develop is quite transferable back to running and it develops great leg strength, especially if you stand on the bike, that is applicable to running and hiking hills. Of course, learning to ride on slightly technical trails can be daunting, I know that, but practice um, helps with this. I'm thinking of holding clinics for runners wanting to cross train on mountain or gravel bikes so please do let me know if this would interest you email me isabellapeakendurancecoaching.com.au as a fair weather rider that's what i am it's much colder riding in the rain and wind than running i like to use my bike trainer in inclement weather and that's where you lock the back of the wheel of my road bike that's the only time my road bike gets used onto the trainer which means i can ride no matter the weather and watch motivating running movies on youtube Cycling can be done when injured from running or just as an extra fitness component if you are prone to injury. And it's fun. Uh, and you get to go further on different trails and those sort of things. Okay, so there are some basic options for you. I haven't even spoken about yoga or Pilates specifically, but they could come under stretching or strength. But they are great too. I do love a hot yoga session. I just think it's important to do some other activities so as to make yourself a well-rounded athlete, which I keep saying, who is less susceptible to injury and burnout. Cross-training is so good to mentally have a break from running. That's why you can avoid burnout. I love going out for a mountain bike ride with friends and it really hones your ability to choose your line on technical trail. 
and, and that ability to look where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. Like I said, please email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au or DM me if clinics or adding writing to your repertoire is of interest to you. And also, just please let me know your thoughts on this episode. Have I convinced you of the veracity of cross-training or are you still like, nah? Um, do you have any cross-training modalities that you would recommend? If you do, as I said, please comment in the Facebook or Instagram post associated with this episode. Speaking of, don't forget to follow me on socials, Peak Endurance Coaching or Isabel Ross, although that one is less running specifically, <laughs> really. All I do is running, so it's about that, but not about training. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. It really helps me out and, to be honest, makes my day. Have a great day wherever or whenever you are. Run strong and free. See you next time.